0: Well, that was a healthy clap.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. That hurt a little bit. And the waveform did something I've never seen happen before, Oh, good.
0: Well, Luckily, the synchronization process for this podcast is minimal. Yeah. Uh, Well, how are you doing?
1: I've done better, but I've also done far worse, so... Hmm. Ah, my fingers could stop hurting though. <laughs> They're like still stinging. <laughs> oh. But no, That's it's funny. It's it's going all right. I was hoping uh, or I it would have been great to have a real productive weekend, but I also kind of just needed a lazy weekend, so Sure. Cuz I was killing it last week mm-hmm. throughout the week. So, I'm I'm okay with that. I feel that. Yeah, I'd I my... kind of had forgotten until the, until like a couple hours ago and i was starting to feel bad that i hadn't done anything all weekend and i was like no like let's think back to the last like seven <laughs> days i've been killing it i deserve some days sure so uh, that's healthy sorry what were you gonna say i cut you off for a sec there
0: no you're good i was just gonna say that i had a similar approach to this weekend where i was purposely trying to cut myself a little slack i had my big baseball day on saturday and then also last night aaron and i watched well we finished watching fellowship of the ring mm. i think i may have mentioned that we had started it with aaron's mom but by the time they got to rivendell it was already like 11 30 and i was like well i'm not gonna stay up for the rest of this mm-hmm. so we finished that and have tentative plans to complete the series over the next couple weeks because aaron watched it for the first time in 2020 and that was on her laptop in her tiny apartment. We watched it together. Mm-hmm. So I've been wanting to get around to watching them again on our nice TV now. So
1: You gotta be able to see every, every person dying in the battles.
0: Exactly. Every disgusting orc feature that Peter Jackson has to offer. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: yeah, if you want to phrase it like that. I do. <laughs> so for
0: dinner... Today, I made uh, an Indian dish, chicken jalfrezi, which is one of my favorite things to cook. I've made it several times over the last couple years, and it's a fun meal to make. And for some reason, Aaron and I both took one bite, and we're like, this ended up way spicier than it normally does. Hmm. And we still have it, like there's too many spices in this recipe to really narrow it down. Uh, the last time we made it was when we were back in Minnesota and I made it for Aaron's mom and brother. Mm -hmm. And that time it turned out like it was just the right amount of like a little bit of spicy to make it, to make you think about it, but not like this. The fact that it was spicy was not notable. It Mm -hmm. just played into the rest of the flavor. And today's, it was still good, but it was definitely far more spicy and, The only main difference that we can come up with is that I bought fresh ginger root when normally I use either like a squeezed ginger or even like a ground ginger powder. Mm -hmm. And that's the only notable difference. But it seems like obviously like ginger has a spice to it. But it seems wild to me that a pretty small amount of chopped up ginger could be the main reason that it's so distinctly spicy.
1: So we're just not sure. That's weird. Because I feel like ginger has like a distinct spice to it. Like if yeah. if something feels spicy because of ginger, you know it. Because it's ginger, not spicy. Yeah,
0: it wasn't that back of your throat like this is like really strong ginger beer, ginger, or anything like that. So, and like I, you know, oftentimes I kind of roughly estimate the spices this time i actually measured them all pretty precisely and so maybe i actually tend to use less cayenne when i don't measure than what the recipe actually calls for like that could be the reason like it could be any Mm -hmm. number of things it could just be that when i'm measuring the sheer number of spices all put together just kind of do enough i don't know but it's still really good i like making it it's a pretty easy meal to make there's just, like, a lot of rough chopping to do right away,
1: mm. but
0: the, like, cooking process once things are chopped up is just, like, throw this in the pan, and then throw this in the pan, and then throw this in the pan, and then just let it cook for 20 minutes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Just spicy. It was weird. I've never had mm. that big Because you've, like, I'm sure you've done it where, like, you've made a meal that you've made before and just been like, oh, this isn't as good. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just not as good. But mm-hmm. it's not, like, substantially different. <laughs> You know, it's just like, oh yeah, I just messed up this one little thing or it's just not, I just, you know, whatever. Something just a little off. But this was like the biggest difference I think I've ever had in two meals that I know that, like I know how to make and I follow a recipe.
1: Yeah. And I feel like with stuff like that, when it is different, I know it before I eat the food. Like also that, yeah. I I know exactly why it's going to taste different, and I can predict how it's going to taste different because like I burnt the crap out of the spices, but <laughs> was too lazy to start over or something. Like <laughs> sure, like I know it's going to taste kind of carbony.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So mm. that was weird, but that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Still good. So the other thing that I wanted to bring up with this though is what was helpful. Is just this week I purchased a a court. Was it a quart? It was probably a quart. Of kefir, maybe? K-E-F-I-R? Hmm. Like, course, almost like a drinkable yogurt kind of thing. Yeah. It was in a raspberry flavor. And I had had it a couple of times the last two days, and I was making this Jaffrazy and I was like, oh, this feels spiritually similar to, like, a mango lassi thing that a lot of your suburban Indian restaurants tend to have, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I was like, oh, yeah, I bet this would be very good. And not only was it good, it was entirely necessary given how spicy it was.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I was like, where is he going the... with this?
0: <laughs> I mean, it is notable that, like, it was just good to have with it. It never occurred to me to have to that combination, like, on my own when eating at home, you know? I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm going to have my Indian food that I make tonight. Let me go get like a yogurt thingy, like a yogurt mm-hmm. smoothie thing. That wouldn't occur to me. But I had it on hand and I was like, ooh, I bet this will work out well. And it worked out extra well.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. So there you go. I'm just noticing I've never had a mango lassi before and so I'm looking them up. And the color is just recommend. like almost frightening.
0: It is. It is very weird the first time you come across it. I actually didn't have one until... <laughs> It was, uh it must have been maybe the summer sometime. Yeah, it must have been earlier this summer. We have um allotments for like a quarterly team lunch. And my team is entirely remote, so we just do it over Google Meet or whatever. Um And it's always funny because we're all in different time zones. <laughs> so our boss tries to do it at a time that is like, Reasonable for all of us, but it always ends up being a little funny. Where it's like, I think the first time we did it at like ten thirty my time, and it's like, well, nothing's open, so I went like downstairs to like a little uh, cafe and got like a couple little things. Uh huh. But you know, it, but for him, he's on the East Coast, so that was one thirty. Mm-hmm. And so, no matter what, you're kind of pushing the edges of what's reasonable. And the other guy who lives in St. Louis, even though it typically is a good lunchtime for him, just the way that his schedule works with him, like driving his daughter to school or whatever, a lot of times he just like gets Panera earlier in the day and then just sits there and chats with us during it. So all that to be Mm -hmm. said earlier this year, I did decide that I wanted Indian food. Um, So the way that the lunch works is we just have like a company, like a Grubhub account under under our work email. And then the company on the day of our lunch gives each relevant account a $25 credit that mm-hmm. is available for like that 24 hour period. So in the past, I have done things where, like, I have enough, depending on where I get it from, I could get something for both Aaron and I if I go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Or. Or in this case, I can get whatever I want and pay for delivery and I don't need to feel bad about it. So mm-hmm. I, I like found some highly rated Indian restaurant on Grubhub and I think I got tikka masala. And mm. then also I was like, well, I have money left, but I have like $6 left. So I might as well use it, mm-hmm. but I, there's no reason to save it for anything for the like dinner or whatever. Like that doesn't matter. So, yeah. that, so I decided to get the mango lassi. You know, it wasn't gr- it wasn't as good as it could have been, considering it would, had been like biked across the city because yeah. a lot of Grubhub drivers here are not drivers; they ride electric bikes. Uh, but it was still very good, and I'm very pleased that I had it. And I actually had my second one at Epcot on our honeymoon. Okay, at a random little stand, Aaron wanted samosas, and they had a mango lassi and I was like, "Ooh, I'm in on that." <laughs> and so, yeah, it is a vibrant color. It is a color that you typically don't associate with a beverage other than orange juice but even mm-hmm. orange juice is not the same color of orange but it is good. I recommend it the next time. The next time you happen to be getting Indian food, if they have it on the menu it's worth mm-hmm. just giving it a shot because I think they're probably pretty hard to mess up because it's like a yogurt smoothie oh, yeah. with a lot of mango.
1: Yeah, I'll take that under advisement. Yes. find some. I'm sure there is a decent place for Indian food around me but I gotta find it.
0: Yeah, I wish there was one Within like walking distance here. There's there's several around the city, but I don't really know them. Um, so I I had I know this one that I happened to get delivery from, and I thought it was pretty good. It would be nice if there was one that I could like go to to get the food from, rather than have it delivered from. Who mm-hmm. knows how far away?
1: Yeah, that's always the thing with me. I'm well, we're in the same boat there. Yeah, not big fan of delivery normally.
0: No, unless, yeah, the only time that I allow it is when it's something that, I mean, there's not that many things that actually travel well, so it's mostly, like, stuff that you know either, it, I mean, travels well insofar as it doesn't matter if it's not quite the right temperature when it gets to you, so, like, pizza, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And pizza's is also in the same boat of you know you have a bulletproof way of reheating it if you need to when it arrives. Mm-hmm. So for us, now that we have an air fryer, it's way easier, for better or for worse, to get delivery of like chicken-based, like fried chicken-based things. Mm-hmm. That when they get to you, you know they're not going to be nearly <clears throat> as good as if you're getting them fresh. But you pop in the air fryer for like 510 minutes and they crisp mm-hmm. right back up. Good to go. It works well for french fries as well. mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you really like,
1: like your air fryer?
0: I do. Do you use it often? We do. I think we use it on average I mean at least once a week for something.
1: It's not bad.
0: I don't know what does, but yeah, the air fryer part is definitely the most important thing. It does, as I mentioned, I'm sure when we got it, it does more than just air fry. I just realized it's been like a year since we've had it, which is wild. Wait, what? Yeah, we got it right mm. before Thanksgiving last year. Hmm. Because I because we made our Thanksgiving meal using it, we we cooked an entire like two and a half pound chicken, like skin on and everything, in it.
1: I'm sure we talked about this, but I have no recollection of that. Wow.
0: Yeah. And that's where the beauty comes in, where it is a pressure cooker and air fryer,
1: Mm. plus other
0: things that we've never used it for. Because you may remember when I got it, we talked about the yogurt button.
1: Yes. My
0: favorite button that I still haven't used. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I was
1: going to say, oh, you've used it?
0: No, I have not. Um, I'm just pointing out that it has several other features. But the fact that it can do both the pressure cooking and the air frying is really important so that when you're doing something like a chicken... Like, a whole chicken, you can't just air fry it. I mean, like, maybe you could at a low enough temperature, but you're just kind of like, it doesn't give you the same effect, right? And so what you do is you pressure cook it for part of the time, and that gets it, like, mostly cooked through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you air fry it for the rest of the time to get you, like, the proper, nice, crunchy outside and everything.
1: Mm-hmm
0: but the air fryer itself is still like the most useful thing for us where even even just dumb things like Aaron sometimes craves like frozen chicken nuggets mhm and so you know I'll get those and like they're way better in the air fryer oh, it's yeah, like I'm it's sure. like the same jump of when you decide that instead of like i remember as a kid my mom would sometimes get us like the frozen corn dogs mhm and the difference between microwaving a frozen corn dog and baking a frozen corn dog in the oven, <coughs> right? Like, it takes so much more time to bake it, but it does is way better, right? Uh-huh. The thing is that using an air fryer, I think in a lot of these situations, it's even better than the oven, but it takes less time. Mm-hmm. Because it's a smaller thing, it heats up really quickly. You know, in theory, you don't, like, they tell you you should add three to five minutes on the cooking time so you can get it essentially up to temperature before you put anything in there. But you don't even necessarily have to do that. But even then, that's way faster than the like fifteen to twenty minutes that it takes an oven to get up to temperature. Mm-hmm. And then you're using a lot more energy because you're e- heating up a much bigger space than an air fryer. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh,
1: probably a good thing I don't own an air fryer. Then make it a lot easier to be tempted when I have ch- cravings for <laughs> chicken nuggets. That's it's one of my <laughs> one of my stopgap measures. Not owning one, I guess. Well. Next to not purchasing things like that. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's the only thing that they can stop me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think that the overall benefit of it, though, for allowing... Like, for us, it allows us to make both some healthier food more easily, Mm -hmm. plus also healthier versions of food that we would otherwise, like, be Mm. literally frying in oil in in the pan.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't done that now for... Maybe the entire time that we've owned the air fryer, I don't remember us actually throwing like a you know half inch of oil in a pan and trying to fry something. Yeah, It's just been like you, th- you, you bread or you bread stuff or whatever you throw it in the air fryer, you give it like a spritz of oil with a spray can and mm-hmm. you do that maybe two or three times while it's cooking and that's it. Hmm. So that is the benefit is that even if you're going to eat the unhealthy thing, it's not nearly as unhealthy, like calorie wise, because you don't have, like, <laughs> uh, you know, a pint of oil that you're using to cook it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's at least that going for it.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. Making me think of so many things. Yeah. Yeah, making me think of a recipe that I haven't done in a long while that mm. I just love. But I haven't done it in a long while because you got to fry it in, like, a shallow fry of ghee and hmm. it ends up soaking up most of the ghee throughout the entire recipe <laughs> sure and then that that's when i stopped like eating it it was when i noticed like one day i was like short on ghee so i didn't add as much as normal and it became abundantly obvious that it actually soaks up a lot of it cuz i had so much less left over than when i started sure you know cuz if you start with a whole lot like you can lose half of it and barely notice. But if you start with half of it and you end up with nothing, <laughs> you're like, oh, dang, which is kind of what happened. It's like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm eating like a pint of ghee. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Over the like three days that I eat this meal. <laughs> but Gross,
0: gross, gross.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of kitchen gadgets... Sorry, this isn't the segue. Okay. Um it's something that I <laughs> almost threw brought a me off comic there. You got for. me. <laughs> it's something that I almost brought a comic for, but being we started talking about kitchen gadgets, I want to talk about it anyway, even okay. though I decided not to talk about it. That's fine. I recently got a stick blender. Um and by recently I mean like today.
0: <laughs> well, I'm caught up already with your terminology. Can you define a stick blender for me? What does this mean?
1: Uh an immersion blender. So okay, it's a thank you okay i'm yeah.
0: familiar with immersion blenders because we have one we had two in fact oh but we what we gave one away <laughs> do
1: you like it do you use yeah. it
0: aaron uses it way more than i do most of the time that it's gonna be useful aaron is like oh you could use the immersion blender for that and i was like oh right uh, that's all right what are some uh, things
1: you use it for because i got it for a very specific purpose mm. that isn't like the actual reason to have one and so like <laughs> now that i have one for that reason <laughs> i want to like use it for other things
0: okay I would say uh, the main thing that Erin has always used one for, because she's had one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main thing is making soups, often out of squash kind of stuff, which is just notoriously difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. So you boil some squash or whatever you do to soften it, and then you take the immersion blender to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, There's other stuff though. We actually used it. That was the. Uh, that's right. We used it to make pureed carrots for carrot cake. Mm. Because Erin, growing up, her mom used to always use baby food to make carrot cake. Mm-hmm. And I went to the grocery store. I've gone to the grocery store multiple times when we've wanted to make carrot cake and never been able to find baby food. Like, <laughs> sometimes not baby food, like, full stop. I can't even find any baby food. But definitely not specifically baby food only made of carrots so mm-hmm. you can just steam or boil or whatever a bunch of regular carrots or baby carrots or whatever and then immersion blend them and it does a perfectly good job mm-hmm. so those are the main things um, yeah anyth- an idea. Yeah, anything that obviously a like a a power mixer wouldn't do good enough because you need the sharpness you know? wait but what do you do mean by the- a
1: power mixer
0: or by like a hand mixer I meant Okay. Like any sort of like hand mixing kind of thing. Like that's one level of stuff. Like you obviously wouldn't use an immersion blender to make whipped cream. You also wouldn't use a hand mixer to try to like puree carrots. Mm-hmm. But because things like carrots or boiled squash, when you want to deal with them, they're hot. Mm-hmm. You can't do what Erin did the first time she tried to do this, which is put them in a regular blender. She made that mistake once. Yeah. Uh, that and, work hurt, and hurt hot. herself as a result. Uh, <laughs> Um, and yeah, so immersion blender, very good for that sort of stuff. I'm sure Aaron could give you, give you a laundry list of other uses, but those are the two that okay. come to mind, which are basically the same use. Yeah. What is your weird use case? Cause now I need to know.
1: <laughs> See, I don't know if it's actually going to work, but it's, <laughs> uh, so I have tea every morning.
0: Love it already.
1: You have no idea where this is going, do you?
0: I can't say I do.
1: And so... Something that I, I'll, I normally mix up what kind of tea I have day to day, but normally at least half the days each week, I'll have like, uh, like a, some sort of like a really rich black tea. Um, and I like having, like, I like having some sort of like creaminess to balance out the like kind of slightly bitterness of the tea. And so I hate using like a liquid milk product because it just dilutes it down so much. So I use like some sort of powdered milk to add some creaminess to it. But the powdered the milk that I am using, I don't know if it's just like the one that I'm using or if it's just all powdered milk. I run into the issue of um, it just is like too, it clumps too bad when you like scoop it into hot tea. And so then when you're trying to stir it, like you end up with like little chunks that just like can, will not on clump Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like you can i can stir it until i've spilled half of the tea out of the cup or out of like the tumbler or whatever the heck i've got it in and like you cannot break the chunks yep and then you're drinking it and you got this like gritty crap that you're trying to drink through and it's just gross and it's not really that gross it's just like i wish it wasn't there
0: you don't want it in your mind you want to be able to focus on your your lovely tea
1: yeah or just like relaxing. And if that's what I'm trying to do at the moment when I'm drinking it. Mm-hmm. And so, I got it for that purpose. I don't know. We'll see how well it works for it. Sure. It was mostly like an impulsive buy. Actually not really. I guess I can't say it's an impulsive buy if it's something that I first thought of like 2 years ago.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't call that an impulse.
1: <laughs> um, but like finally pulling the trigger on it was impulsive. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Screw this. I'm It was it was just like I was having a bad day. I took a sip of my tea and I got a big chunk of Unmixed milk, and mm-hmm. I was just like, screw this. I'm working so hard, and then this happens to me, yep. and just so yeah, that's why I got it.
0: I will say, actually, Aaron did bring up a, t- a moment where I could have used it, but opted not to because it didn't matter that much. But I was making a mix for Swedish pancakes or a batter, however you want to think about it, uh, which is very thin, right? It's very watery mm-hmm. almost. Uh, but I, the same thing where you always see the little pockets of flour, Mm -hmm. uh, when you're making this sort of stuff and you Mm -hmm. know, I do the best I can, same kind of deal. I could have taken an immersion blender to it and it probably would have evened it out a lot, but for the sake of this, it did not matter enough for me to like dirty another kitchen gadget, but maybe next time I could do it from the get go. I knew it'd work out fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. Your suggestions gave me an idea of something I'll definitely try to use it for Mm -hmm. is next time I make banana bread, the recipe that I follow, you like, you got all the dry ingredients together and then you mix all the wet ingredients and there's a lot of oil, like a lot of oil in this recipe. Sure. And it is so like, you're supposed to like evenly mix the wet ingredients before you add them to the dry. And it is so hard to, like, get all of the oil to emulsify in with all the other wet ingredients because it's, like, half of the wet ingredients. But this would make it so stupid easy. Sure. So I'm definitely going to do that. Good deal. But, yeah. Okay. You know what else is a good deal, Mark? Having some real-life adventures. Actually, sometimes they're not a good deal, but... <laughs> By Gary Wise and Lance Aldrich. Um, so we've got, a. Uh, presumably a married couple here uh a man and a woman and the man is carrying they're both dressed in nice warm looking sweaters i, I don't, i'm maybe i shouldn't say nice in warm looking sweaters uh and I you saying i'm throwing some shade uh and the man's carrying a few pieces of wood in kind of with both arms I'm just saying, is this enough wood for a fire? She replies, gee, I don't know. Maybe you'd better get a few more logs. Are you keeping them in the wood box out back? Man, no. The safety deposit box. Oh, the safe deposit box. And it's captioned, it's a little hard to touch a match to wood you paid 60 bucks a cord for. True, true. Is it safe deposit box? The safe deposit...
0: Uh, Odds are that safe deposit box is technically the correct thing to say, but Mm -hmm. also, who cares? (laughs) It's from the it's from two thousand. You know, language changes. Mm. Um, I do want to point out this is my main thing: the caption. Technically, it says dot dot dot. You paid sixty dollars bucks a cord for because it has a dollar sign in front of the sixty. Oh. But then immediately is followed by the word Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty dumb.
1: $60 Bucks Accord. Hmm. So is Bucks cord something that I don't understand? Or is Bucks his nickname? $60 Bucks? No, that hmm. doesn't make sense. Not quite. I'm trying to justify it, but no, I don't think I can. I don't,
0: I don't think there's a justification. Um, Some what?
1: comic writers just want to watch the world burn.
0: Speaking of burning, Grant, I want to talk about your fire-building approach. Mm. Like, clean slate, let's first talk about an ideal situation. You have any, like, fire-building tools, any kinds of wood and wood-adjacent things, anything you want to make a fire, right? And your goal is to make a fire... That is nice to sit around and could be used eventually to make s'mores. Hmm. Those, those are the parameters just to ground us somewhere. What are you doing?
1: What am I doing? I don't know. Getting one of the other people around <laughs> yeah, me to I'm make a fire? Out fire. What are you doing with much? your life
0: grant? Come on. What uh- am I
1: doing with my lo- Oh, Oh, f- <laughs> uh, gosh. I almost happy Sunday curse words there. Happy uh, <laughs> took a lot of self-control if if i hadn't been laying around all day you'd have had a few curse words to bleep out there took all my self-control to to stop those ones um Mm. but uh gosh what would i how would i approach that um like i assume it's gonna have other people around it
0: well yeah i'm i'm just talking Uh. about the building of a fire someone's like grant you're in charge of making the fire we have all the fire things you could want just make us a good fire that we could sit around and roast some shmores on in a little bit. Mm-hmm. What are you doing?
1: I don't know. I'm gonna probably stack up some wood, have some kindling, mm-hmm. pull them together, and let them on fire. No, uh, let, let's let's be more realistic here. Um,
0: I want to. I want a blow by blow thing here.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm probably gonna get. Well, it depends – okay, if it's ideal, so it's going to be like – I'm going to say like wrist to uh, forearm-sized pieces of wood um, okay. that I'm working from. I'm trying to decide how I would stack it up. It probably just depends on, the, on any and random that's day. That's like you're,
0: you're, you're saying that is like the diameter or the width of it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry.
1: And all, all of them about like – I don't know. Yeah, the size of a forearm, like in length as well. Mm-hmm. but it just probably depends on the day, how exactly I decide to stack up the wood, how easily it just kind of plays to being stacked up nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's all about, I don't know, I'd f- if there's like some split pieces of wood, so they've got kind of internal woodiness to them, make sure that's kind of as much inward as I can. Hmm. Um, and then pop some, like, have gathered kind of a good a good series of, like, sizes of kindling. So I can, you can kind of ramp it up. Um, try to build a little nest in there inside of whatever structure ends up getting made out of the larger pieces of wood. Okay. Uh, and then just try to get her going in the, and just give her some breath, blow at it. And that normally helps. All I right. Know. Mostly it would start with, like, natural materials. I think that's yeah. one of the distinctions okay so i noticed that i didn't like i like to avoid it okay i'd prefer to use like tree bark or something
0: uh
1: huh. uh but if if we got to go like paper products of some sort we could do that um but yeah yeah like no no accelerants being used here for sure no liquid accelerants i I agree with that
0: i agree with that um any any particular kind of bark that you're looking for, like you're birch. looking for...
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, you that know sure. I'm a good Minnesota boy.
0: I was so happy that when I was at my parents' uh, earlier this summer, or I guess later in the summer, earlier in the fall, whatever, they're finally back in a place, like an area that has some birch around. Because I, I grew up like where I guess grew up, my first... A house that i remember living in because we lived in a place until i was like one and a half two and then we moved i don't remember that place at all and then we lived in a different place until i was going into second grade and that second place it had pine trees all over the place and it had birch trees all over the place and also had a couple of willows and so to this day like birch trees and willows are always like my favorites and it wasn't until much later that i learned the like practical benefits of birch trees
1: uh so oh, yeah they're wonderful you could like fill a book with all the practical benefits of birch trees
0: yeah so it was it was very nice to
1: um did you all oh, nailed that timing
0: <laughs> the way that you said that i was like I I kind of anticipated this, even though I had no reason to technically anticipate it. Grant did just sent me a book called Celebrating Birch, the lore, art, and craft of an ancient tree.
1: I just sent you a book. <laughs> I sent you a selfie of me with the book.
0: Well, oh, that is true. That is true.
1: So I took the selfie and sent it before you gave me the setup of you oh, could nice. fill a book. <laughs> and then when, when you said it. I was like, oh, I see the setup here. Like, I got to go for it. Because he hasn't responded back yet that he's seen something. Excellent. (laughs) That was a prime moment.
0: That was perfect. Um, But yes, birch trees great. It was very nice to find a huge birch branch while we were out on a walk and drag it back and be able to make some really cool fires from it. Mm Mm-hmm. So it it is nice when you get that. Sadly, a lot of the time when I'm making a fire, there is no birch around. And yeah. so newspaper is the next best thing. Yep. Solid. I like that.
1: That's what i go with. I don't know. How about you? You got any major differences from me? <sighs> any strong preferences?
0: I think my only main preference is always using a log cabin approach a, or a Lincoln log approach, as I kind of think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. Like Gosh. that, I just like doing that. It's just simpler. We,
1: sorry to cut you off. No, you keep going. And then I'll circle no, back. You, you tell me, what do you, what are you think? Are we really that old? Like <laughs> it's, it's just made me what? think we Lincoln probably, logs are a thing like that. We know what Lincoln logs are. I bet you, if I went into work, nobody in my office would know what Lincoln logs are.
0: Well, I'm going to have to keep that in mind. Maybe the next time that I see a bunch of the younger people that Aaron works with here as well, I'll have to ask the same question. Because I'm pretty sure... Because uh, it's kind of hard to tell where it's like we're not... Age-wise, we're only like a few years older than a lot of these people. Like,
1: I feel like we're... At the same
0: time, it feels like a huge difference between just like, yeah, we used Lincoln Logs up until we were probably what? Like six or seven or eight? I right?
1: was going to say, I feel like we're not old enough to like be able to justify why we know of Lincoln Logs That's properly. True. Like, I don't think we necessarily should be familiar with Lincoln Logs, but we just, like, skirted in on the back end of, like, oh, parents introduced you to Lincoln Logs.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. I think almost like a... I mean, I don't have my... I'm not sure what people think, but Lincoln Logs is a good one. But again, I agree with you that it may just be specific to us. It's not that we can claim that people are... Younger than us, and therefore don't know Lincoln logs. I agree that we're probably just like the weird ones who had parents that had Lincoln logs or wanted to get them for us. Uh huh. I think you'd have to do something more specifically cultural. So, the first thing that comes to mind is are Bionicles a thing still? They can't be, right? I, w- I would imagine not. And I feel like Bionicles were solely a thing in our childhood. Yeah, Where probably. Where they, like, started there. There was a whole comic book series involved with them. I remember reading all of it. I <laughs> loved having Bionicles. There's also definitely, like, a bad TV show. Them. There was a bad TV show. I don't think I ever watched it, but I was aware of it. And I have to imagine it's just gone now. I mean, I'm going to look it up now just to see, but Bionicles. Give me that Wikipedia page. Bionicle was a line of construction toys. Availability 2000 to 2010, and apparently 2015 to 2016. Hmm. So yeah, 2000 to 2010. That's pretty like square in the middle of our youth and like nobody else's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's the one to ask about is Bionicles. If anyone knows what a Bionicle is, <laughs> they're pretty. They are pretty sweet though. Uh huh. Oh, here it is. Here's the classic thing that, of course, like, I don't blame anyone for this. It's just nothing that I would have thought about until now I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, which is the Maori language controversy. What? In 2002, several Maori tribes from New Zealand were angered by Lego's lack of respect for some of their words, which are used to name certain characters, locations, and objects in the Bionicle storyline. Hmm. The co- A letter of complaint was written, and the company agreed to change the names of certain story elements. What? Yeah.
1: That's amazing.
0: And met with an agreement to the Maori people to still use a small minority of the words. Huh. There you go.
1: That's fascinating. I
0: would have never expected that turn. Generation 1, 2000 to 2010. Generation 2, 2015 to 16. <laughs> hmm. That's funny. See, now I'm learning, like... Yeah, I don't remember what they were about. Um... Yeah, we don't... I know what they were in terms of, like, physically how they connected and everything. Oh, ooh. And I said, blah, 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 the project was a given approval and entitled Bionicle at an internal LEGO meeting. Bionicle is a portmanteau constructed from the words... biological chronicle with reference to the word bionics which is a like a bioengineering kind of thing
1: I would have expected it to be biological mechanical
0: I mean bionics is kind of that bionics is biologically inspired engineering Okay, the application of biological methods and systems found in nature to the study and design of engineering systems Uh anyway that's what bionics bionicals are huh yeah that is so wild that they like and apparently lego was like doing a very bad job in the 90s and bionicle was like the thing that turned them around over the next decade
1: really yeah
0: huh and So here's the thing, yeah. After suffering a 10-year downturn in the 1990s, the LEGO Group went forward with a belief that a theme with a storyline behind it would appeal to consumers. Their initial attempt was Star Wars, which was, naturally, an instant success. However, the royalty payments to Lucasfilm meant that they didn't actually make that much money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Wait, what? So oh. yeah, I think...
0: Yeah, so after 10 years, they basically decided that, like, things were not going that well. Sales were dropping, probably because it had a 10-year storyline and backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there you go. Yeah. Good stuff.
1: I'm I'm looking at some of the movies and the titles, mm. and one of the titles on the, like, cover art does not look like what the title actually is. List of Bionicle Media metru because it's legends, legends
0: of Metro newy
1: yeah but it looks like metru nut
0: oh yeah it does in the
1: <laughs> like if you don't look that hard it looks yeah. definitely like metru nut nice or Metro, newf
0: yes it does that's funny Bionicles i like how looking at web of Legend- shadows that looks like a halo video game or something
1: yeah that's a we've talked about this i'm pretty sure but like Halo is one of those things that I had no idea had so much backstory
0: yeah yeah I only learned about it we talked about this because I watched the Halo
1: TV show yeah big world big
0: world out there yep almost as big as the heart of the city by Steens Uh, we have Hart the titular character and her friend Dean they are in the city And Hart is saying, well, let's head on home, Dino. And Dean is holding a plate of, uh, we find out, Rice Krispies saying, what should I do with these Rice Krispies treats? And Hart says, may as well just leave them for whatever is living in this alley. And they walk away. There is a now very uh, zoomed in and or large plate of Rice Krispies where a big-eyed alien creature is licking its lips as it hungrily reaches for one of these treats that look a lot like blocks of swiss cheese.
1: Yep. Well, we're just going to cut straight to the chase cuz we might have Love already it. answered it. Uh I've been doing a killer job of choosing things that we've already talked about or that we already talked about earlier in the episode without thinking about it. <laughs> if you are being given a treat, by work, for like something good, like a like a uh edible treat. I'm thinking, what are mm. you gonna get, or like what would you prefer? Are I'm, you are like, you
0: asking for a single item, or like a a category of item?
1: Like, would you prefer to have like a certain type of like a meal? Like, they give you money to get your own lunch, or like them to? I guess you don't go into the office, so, like, but like think of if you were going into office, like have someone bring in, like, a cake or donuts or, like, some sort of baked good or have, like, hmm. like Chipotle for the office or I don't know. They're trying to give you a treat, trying to celebrate you and everyone else's success with something.
0: Sure. So the thing that I always enjoyed, um, like, I'm not going to think super big and, like, decide on something weird or extravagant, um, but one of the things that was always fun was at the end of the school year you know even though we still do summer classes and stuff the end of the school year is still obviously a big thing for a public for an education company that works mostly with um k-12 students Mm -hmm. and so at the end of the school year we would have a big lunch where they would bring in a i guess a food truck but not really it wasn't a food truck it was a truck that had a big grill that the people that own this restaurant would bring out, and it was a Mongolian grill. Ooh. So we would be, like, out in the parking lot, and they would have the huge grill out, and they would, like, set up in the parking lot the, like, buffet items for you to, like, you know, set up your old pasta bowl and then give it to them to make for you. Yeah. And they would just do that on some random day uh, at the end of the school year. So that was always nice. That was, like, a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that there was always like once a month they would bring in some treat to uh, celebrate the birthdays for that month Mm -hmm. that was um, always happening yeah those are the things that come to mind I'm sure like I could come up with something that is like better but that that was fun no. like that was a very good idea that that could easily please everyone who has different dietary restrictions and all that sort of stuff like it's just a good way of doing it
1: yeah that's no that's a solid answer and totally satisfies what i was looking for thanks <laughs>